In our first reading from the book of Kings, we hear a question being asked to King Solomon. If I give you everything, what would you ask of me? If we truly and honest ask ourselves, if we were given the opportunity to receive whatever we wished for, what would it be? What would, tell, what would it say about who we are? Some of us would wish that we had power, prestige, recognition, more wealth, a new car, the car we've ever always dreamed of. But is that the most important thing in life? We come to the, our gospel reading today with a very simple question. What is the most valuable thing in life? Because if we begin to look at ourselves, the most valuable thing in our life and in the world today brings about something, brings about a response. If I go to work, I receive money. For that reason, it is important. I strive for power because I get recognized. I show people I have authority, I have control. Therefore, I pursue power. Prestige. I don't want to be some nobody around this world. I want to be no one around here, but I want a name for myself. I want people to know who I am. I want to be acknowledged. I want to be recognized. I don't want to work in the shadows. We seek prestige. With pleasure, we seek those worldly things because it gives us this sense that I've accomplished something. It gives us the sensation that I feel good about myself and the world is great. But at the end of the day, how valuable are those things? We continue to pursue these things in a vicious cycle and at the end of the day, we still come home empty-handed. We have more zeros in our bank account, but what are we going to do with it? We want to pursue more. But today, Jesus gives us a very interesting explanation. The most prized possession in our life should be our faith. It should be our faith. But yet it's completely countercultural to what it is. Because in, in the world, we want a response to something most prized in our life. If I love someone, I want a reciprocal love. But when we have faith, what do we gain from it? We hear in our gospel reading today, what we gain is the kingdom of heaven. But can you tell me, can anyone tell me, what is the address to heaven? What is the zip code to heaven? Let's start there. We don't see, we can't see how our work here on earth, our faith life, allows us to enter the kingdom of heaven. We can't begin to understand why coming to mass, sending our kids to religious education, forming our kids in, as good disciples matter to us. Because there is no response. There's no give and take in this relationship to heaven. We can't see that. We can't recognize that within our life, within the world we live in. So then why does faith matter? Why do we have to sit here at church? Why do we have a formal religion for that matter? Why is it so important? It is important because it gets us to heaven. 
And we don't know how important it is if we don't act on it. We see in our gospel reading today, in all three examples, the first thing they do is actively seek it. I'm willing to make a gamble here with everyone here. If you are willing to give up your time and spend time in conversation with God as you and I are talking today for six months, I guarantee you, your life will change. I'm willing to bet on it. That's how, I, that's how assured I am of this precious gift. But it begins by acting on it. How do we know something is prized if we just sit around and kind of look around at each other or not really care, not really look for it? If I told you I had a million dollars and you didn't do some research to see if I was actually a millionaire, who would believe you? Acting on it. Secondly, we begin to hear that they did everything in their power to reclaim, to gain, and to hold that wealth, that prized possession. They did everything they can. So within our own faith life and our own faith journey, what are we doing to protect and guard our faith as the most prized possession? And not let anything attack, not let anything steal, not let anything affect our faith life. The simple things of going to confession, receiving communion are ways in which we guard and protect our faith. But yet, it's not the most important thing within our life. We go to confession once a year, maybe five, you know, once every five years. We go to church once every blue moon because we need to. But we're not doing anything to guard and protect our faith. So it's not the most prized possession we have. We're not claiming it as our own, and it's not something important within our life. As they, did, as they searched for it, they guarded it. Lastly, they made it their own. One of the challenging things about our faith journey, it's, this, it's the greatest excuse in the world, and it's the most common excuse we give ourselves. I was forced to be Catholic because mom and dad was Catholic. I go to church because mom and dad forced me to sit my butt here in the church. I'm Catholic because I, I was baptized Catholic. And that's it. It's not my own anymore. That most prized possession we've received is not just a gift, not something that we just take away and throw away. But that gift is belong and is meant for you and I to keep to hold treasure, hold true, because we're going to be held accountable for that gift when we go to heaven. Because no one else is going to win our merits to heaven. No one's going to automatically give us the golden ticket. Hey, here's the golden ticket. You can enter heaven freely. Your words, your actions, your deeds become the ticket for you to enter heaven. Becomes the most prized possession there. Your spouse will help you gain that golden ticket, but they're not going to give you the golden ticket. That gift is ours to make our own. So what are we doing to help cultivate that within our own lives to make it not just something that I was forced into, but something that is my own, that is mine, that I have chosen this 
which coincidentally puts us back into that cycle. Choosing it first, doing everything we can to guard it, then we will gain the kingdom of heaven. So my dear brothers and sisters, it sounds very daunting, it sounds very difficult, but it, it's very simple at its core. What are we doing with our faith? If we pursue the world with everything we have, if we want a house, we'll do everything we can to work for a house. If we want to pay off our new car, we'll do everything we can to pay off the new car. If we want to go on vacation, we'll do everything we can to save up money for our vacation. So why don't we take that effort, take that desire, take that zeal, and apply it to our faith life? What are we doing to reclaim our faith, making our faith our own, doing everything we can to save, protect, and live out our faith daily? It's just that easy. But we never think about it. It's never set in that framework. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we begin to enter into the liturgy of the Eucharist, the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ at the altar, he shows us exactly where we need to be, how we are to get there, how to live out our life in this world today. But as we come to receive him, we come with our hands open wide saying, Amen. I will try my best to do this. I acclaim, I accept what is in front of me, and I will go and bring it out to the world. Jesus doesn't demand and expect us to achieve it at this moment. But he wants us every day to try. So as we prepare to enter the Eucharist, my dear brothers and sisters, let us find one thing one way we can live out our faith more vibrantly to begin to work at it today, at this moment, and at this very moment in our life. Amen.